Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yellow Noise. I'm Ellen. And I'm Polly. Twenty twenty one has come to an end, and while most of us probably thought this year was gonna go a little differently, we're still looking forward to reflecting back in this episode. So to start things off, what were your general thoughts about how the year went for you? Definitely a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> the start of the year was really intense and somewhat horrifying. Mm-hmm. Just based on a lot of current events that happened around then. I mean, we'll dig deeper into different topic areas of how the year went. But overall, I feel like 2020 was a year you spent with yourself a lot Mm -hmm. and with perhaps your closest partner who you live with. But I feel like 2021 was spent more with like my circle expanded a bit and it was actually more focused on other people within that circle outside of just myself and my partner. Yeah, I agree with that. It's definitely like rediscovering parts of your friendships Mm -hmm. with other people because we were finally allowed to. But I totally agree with the ups and downs. Like coming into the year, it was pretty horrible. But then there was already the hope of the vaccine because some people got vaccinated like our healthcare workers at the end of 2020. So everyone knew it was like coming. But then it was like all the chaos to try and get your vaccine, especially in San Francisco where the demand was so high. And then we got the first one and then we got the second one. And then it was like, oh my gosh, like this thing's finally going to be over. And then now it's like, oh shoot, we have the Delta, we have Omicron, get your booster. We're back to, you know, cases rising again, things closing down. And it's just been such a whirlwind. And Definitely at the end of last year, I was thinking, oh, 2021, like we're going to go back to normal or like at least I thought that too. quote unquote new normal. And now I'm like scared to think that for next year. And I have no hopes anymore for that. The, the, the lesson learned from 2021, keep expectations low. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And just be happily surprised if things work out well. Yeah. So looking at 2021 as a whole, what do you think your biggest accomplishment was this year? I think my biggest personal accomplishment was probably my most recent professional one, and it was recently joining a new company um, that's a really small startup. And I think this is a big accomplishment because when I first started my last job, which I was really only there for a year, there was a lot of things that I wanted to get out of being there. And the goal was eventually to go to a small startup to basically do exactly what I'm doing now. And although the timing ended up happening a lot sooner than I was expecting, even the one to two weeks that I've already been at this new job, I like feel extremely energized, ambitious, and like fulfilled already, which is, I just think something that was like slightly missing in this last year. And part of it could be because like I'm going into the office again and seeing people that I like really get along with versus previously we were barely in the office and I had started that job remote and so yeah I think professionally like I'm very on track and maybe even earlier than what I was expecting and so I think that's probably my biggest just like straight up accomplishment this year what about you yeah my biggest accomplishment was also work related (laughs) so i wonder if that says something about our personalities (laughs) or what we value or maybe what we value at this time in our lives Mm -hmm. but it was definitely getting to transfer roles within the company because it was a role that i had wanted to do for a while and i feel like it was a huge step in my career trajectory like i feel like i'm really heading in the right direction and Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm still in the honeymoon phase, but I like 
do my job and I'm excited about all the projects that I'm on and I feel like the day goes by a lot faster too mm-hmm. which is helpful especially when you're sitting in front of a computer for at least eight hours a day <laughs> but yeah actually it's funny that you were talking about how you feel like you've moved even progressed even faster than you mm-hmm. thought you would because I did recall like at the beginning of this podcast and when we first started hanging out more you had only just started your last job but mm-hmm. you were already talking about how your long-term goals were to go back to a small company so it's yeah. pretty cool to see that happen within <laughs> this like first year of getting to know you well yeah and speaking of the honeymoon phase i'm very curious like if we come back in six months and talk (laughs) about (laughs) if we're happy still or if we're just like extremely burnt out because we (laughs) love our jobs now right now and then work super hard and then (laughs) yeah i know we burn ourselves out i think i'm glad that we both had these career changes and are now going through like a holiday vacation Mm because i feel like i need that time to like take a step back and refine myself and recenter myself before going back to the to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One other thing, um, since you mentioned like both of our greatest accomplishments were within like the professional realm, I remember hearing I think in the Asian Boss Girl like podcast, people in their twenties seem to be much more work focused or career mm-hmm. focused, which I think makes a lot of sense because we're one generally like still figuring out what we want to do with our lives, or like where we want our careers to go, and then two like. It is our main focus right now. Like, you're just focused on, like, making your money and, like, setting yourself up so that, yeah, if you eventually want to, like, chill a little, have a family, like, have kids and everything, then, like, you're set up well. So I think it makes a ton of sense that our biggest accomplishments this year in our, like, late 20s are work-related. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Work hard now and chill out later. (laughs) Chill out as soon as possible. (laughs) Retire ASAP. (laughs) Yeah. What was your happiest moment in 2021? I I thought about this and I thought about like the beginning of the year and there were actually a lot of happy moments this Mm -hmm. year when you take a look at things slowly bit by bit. I think at the beginning of the year, like Q1, if you are to say, the time I spent in San Diego was a really happy and peaceful time for me. So in mid-February to like mid-March, Yoav and I spent little over three weeks in San Diego because we were lucky enough that Yav's brother had an empty place there and I feel like even though I was still working it was the most disconnected I felt from work in a good way like I wasn't constantly thinking about it and I Mm -hmm. felt like the the weekends and the time I had off I was truly like focusing on my life outside of work and got to reconnect with a lot of our friends who live down in SoCal which was nice and the The weather in San Diego is just so nice, and the house was literally a block and a half away from the beach, so I would walk along the beach every day and see the sunset, and it was just such a a beautiful time. (laughs) And then, yeah, in Q2, the happiest time was definitely when I got to go back to Hawaii again, and this time I, I traveled with a couple college friends who I actually haven't really gone on a trip with before so it was nice getting to reconnect with them especially one of our friends is currently a resident right now and definitely struggling like not struggling professionally but like it's a lot of work and yeah. it was nice to see him relax for once too mm-hmm. and yo i've got to meet a lot of those friends and it was nice seeing them get along and also like you can't not love hawaii it's, <laughs> it's so beautiful and the happiest 
time specifically on that trip was when we got to snorkel with manta rays because mm. that shit was wild like i still can't believe we did that <laughs> they're also huge was it scary it was scary because what happens is like you drop a lot of like plankton in the water so oh. they come and eat the plankton and this all happens at night too so it's like pitch black except for a light so you can see the manta rays that's scary and because they're trying to eat the plankton they're they like keep opening their mouths <laughs> so it feels like they're going to eat <laughs> but they're just such majestic creatures um, and during that trip as well one really memorable moment was like we were driving down this big ass hill it was like a very scary drive and then john john calls us and tells us he's going to propose to <gasps> michelle in a couple of months oh so that gosh. was just a sweet moment too that is so sweet and then q3 <laughs> what happened in q3 oh my birthday that mm-hmm. was a really fun time it, i just was so warmed to see how many people showed up to surprise me so I think that moment specifically was really full of joy and then Q4 I mean that that's when I got to like work in a new role and switch jobs and I Mm -hmm. think the most it's been the most fulfilled I felt in my career in a while nice what about you I'll also try and go quarter by quarter. <laughs> the quarter thing helps. Yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> I like mean, different seasons. <laughs> yeah, Q1, well, that was my birthday. And that was super fun because my friend threw me a very, very cute birthday party. And it was still like kind of like limited then in who you could see because I was vaccinated actually, but most people were not. And so we had just like a small group of us that were sort of potted together and had like a sleepover slumber party. And I just remember feeling like, wow, my friends like really know me. Like this Mm -hmm. is exactly what I would have wanted if I could plan my own birthday. And so that was just like so, so heartwarming. And then in February, so Q1 was also when I got vaccinated, my first shot. And I remember after it happened, like walking out, like almost being not in tears, but like feeling almost like I was choking up because I was like, wow, like we made it. I mean, obviously now there's like a bunch of other stuff going on, but I remember a huge moment of like hope in that moment. And that huge vaccine, that first vaccine, it wasn't just like at a drugstore. You like went to this vaccination center they had like a poster a pouch or a cutout yeah yeah like playing music as you exit the building yeah it was a huge like convention center and they were playing like we are family like as you're like walking in and it's like it was like super hype everyone's like high-fiving you like socially distant high-fiving and then when you leave after you wait your 15 minute the people are like thank you so much for doing your part and like all this nice stuff and that was you know before I thought that there was going to be a lot of vaccine hesitation and all this stuff so it just felt like so hopeful at that moment and then Q2 I think the happiest just it was just generally because that was when everyone else got vaccinated like both shots ready to go like people were hanging out again and things weren't super super open but we were able to like just see everybody again and that was so just like so nice And then in Q3, I did the trip to Palm Springs for my sister's 30th birthday. And that was just great to be able to see her for like an extended period of time with her friends as well. And she has great friends and they all got along really well with my friends too. And so just to have everybody together and just like hanging out, eating good food, being in the pool, partying, that was super fun. And then, yeah, this this most recent quarter 
other than my work stuff being extremely happy and feeling accomplished i feel like i had some like just pretty good nights out on the town (laughs) most recently yeah in like october oh actually in october outside lands that was super fun Mm. yeah i also forgot to mention when we went to cabo (laughs) oh yeah i do think like the last day when we were looking at our last sunset we were like this was (laughs) collectively agreed a good trip (laughs) yeah agreed it was really nice everyone like really got along and Mm -hmm. that was that was a very good trip yeah Well, on the contrary, what do you think was the most difficult time of 2021 for you? For sure, actually the most difficult time was in the last two weeks. So it was the stress of starting a new job, even though I was really excited about it. Literally the weekend right before, I was super stressed out because we were also moving apartments. So we had just gotten the keys that weekend. So in that weekend, I'd gotten the keys to my new apartment. I fucked up my car. I had to take it to the shop. Oh, you did? Yeah, no. and then I was starting a new job on Monday. So on Sunday night, I was taking another load of stuff to the apartment to drop it off. And the parking structures that are at the new place are these like stacker things that are super narrow. And then in the front, there's this like metal bumper that you're supposed to go all the way up to. But for whatever reason, I had done it before and it was fine. But the second time I tried it, the bumper got caught on the plastic under my car and like tore it off as I was backing up. And so it was just dragging along the floor. And then it was also when it was raining a ton here. And so I had to go get it fixed, but it was also Sunday night. And I also had to drive to my new job Monday morning. So I was just so stressed out. And with the move, with the car, with the new job, I just like broke down in tears like on that Sunday night. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like. I can't even go anywhere right now to get this fixed. It's stressful too. Yeah, it was just so, so much happened all at once. Really, when it rains, it pours. And so... (laughs) Literally raining. Yeah, it was literally raining. And so, I mean, luckily it all worked out. Like, I brought my car to the shop at like 7 a.m. And because they wanted me in by 9 o'clock for my orientation. So I brought it in at 7. I took an Uber down to the office. Casper picked my car up for me midday because I wasn't going to be able to make it back either before the off um the dealer closed it turns out like the plastic part got ripped off but it didn't tear and so they only had to like reattach it which was like Mm -hmm. less than 100 bucks otherwise to replace the part it was like gonna be 500 so i was like oh my god thank god and then my coworker gave me a ride back to that san francisco and so it ended up all working out but on sunday night i was like my life's over like i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) Well, next time you could always just borrow our car. We don't oh, really use it. <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll definitely hit yeah. you up next time. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, like these past two weeks of this whole moving process has been extremely stressful. Like our new complex didn't tell us like all these insurance things that our movers needed. And so the day we were originally supposed to move didn't work out because we couldn't get like all the paperwork done in time. And then yesterday when we actually did the move, it took twice as long as what they quoted us. Oh, the same exact thing happened. Yeah. Did you use my movers? I used Zapped. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, which came highly recommended. Well, yeah, I don't know. They came highly recommended, but previously when I had movers like three years ago, granted I had way less stuff, but they literally finished in like half the time. So I was, I don't know. The guys they sent, like, it's not that they were like intentionally trying to screw with us or anything. Like, I don't think they were trying to be slow, but they were just slow. Like, Uh, they were. My guys were working hard, but just like. 
this place is hard to move into with the stairs. Yeah, no, I mean, we had elevators on both oh, ends and everything. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a particularly hard thing. It's just, like, they were not very efficient the way they were, like, stacking mm. things. And then every time they went out to the truck to put new stuff in there, they would, like, stand around and, like, try to evaluate, like, how to best stack things. They mm. did get everything in one go, but I really think maybe they just were less experienced. And so they were just, like, standing there, like, pondering, like, should we move this here? And they, they literally moved, like, things back and forth, like, four times before they were, like, okay, I think it's good. And so God, it was yeah. just frustrating to watch because I was, like, dude, I can go in there and just direct you if you'll let me. Like, I can project manage this and, like, yeah, put this yeah. here, put that there. <laughs> and just, like, you guys just need to move. So, yeah, it ended up taking eight hours to finish Oh, moving, my God. Okay, that really, hours took three hours. Yeah, it was really freaking painful. That's long. Yeah, and the thing is we had That's already a moved ridiculous. a lot of our small stuff, yeah. right? So, yeah, it was ended up being pretty expensive, but it's done we yeah, just need I'm glad now. it's over. Yeah. You can relax in your new home now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still a lot to do for sure. But yeah, so that was probably my lowest moment this year. That does sound pretty <laughs> low. <laughs> what about you? My lowest moments this year, like two that stand out to me are definitely the first is the Asian American attacks. Like mm-hmm. that time period was just really hard. I think it came kind of unexpectedly and a lot of us were like oh how do we cope with learning of these events mm-hmm. and it was like also right after the attacks on the capitol and mm-hmm. it was just a lot of political things that made me feel like the world we were living in was a lot harsher than i thought it was mm-hmm. and then the second really disheartening moment this year was you had mentioned earlier that you were like very hopeful after getting your first vaccine dose because mm-hmm. it was like before you learn about you know vaccine hesitancy and all that. Yeah. Probably around the time that Delta was resurfacing and mm-hmm. I had visited one of my friends in New York who actually works in a virus lab. So he just happened to start his PhD a little before COVID. So he thought he would be working on something else, but he's just (laughs) been working on COVID for the last two years. And he was saying that it's been a hard year for him because, you know, like you do a PhD to like become a scientist because you like truly want to help impact the world. That's not a fun life, okay? (laughs) You're not like getting paid the big bucks for anything. But he was like, it felt like we had such a breakthrough when vaccines came out. So then like seeing people not want to take the vaccines really broke my heart because Mm. you think as scientists, like we can fix anything with technology or research, but at the bottom of it it comes down to the people. So it's like, what's my purpose if Mm -hmm. like I can put in all this work to change things, but things don't really change. And that kind of hit me pretty hard, especially now that we're going through another spike two years after like the virus first first surfaced. I'm like, man, are we as a society just never (laughs) going to be able to move past this? Which is a pretty depressing thought. But at least I think like the people around me are handling it pretty well. Mm -hmm. So I guess you just have to live day by day, year by year, (laughs) see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a ton about viruses and stuff, but I mean, from what I've heard from Omicron to Delta, like perhaps it's getting more contagious, but less severe. So 
maybe hopefully like yeah it, it's just something that everyone gets a little bit but nobody like will die from it anymore or something right. so like it'll slowly die out hopefully yeah or like become we aren't like, able to kill it <laughs> yeah or like become like the common cold right. or something like that we can live with i guess yeah i guess it was just like surfacing all these issues across our society that you don't quite see because we tend to live in a more monolithic city mm-hmm. <laughs> right and then you're like oh wow people across the states or across the world have just like very different mindsets mm-hmm. yeah i think this whole last year and then a lot of 2020 as well was the first time i did feel very up to date with what's happening politically mm-hmm. and just across the world and i definitely feel like prior to 2020 i had like some idea of what was happening or like the big stories but I definitely do feel like it's a lot more in my life and I'm yeah. either hearing about it or talking about it way 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 more probably starting with I mean starting with COVID and then like the murder of George Floyd last year mm-hmm. is like I think kind of that like trigger point for me and then yeah. since then yeah I don't know if it's that there's really a lot more horrible things happening or it's just you like just really opened them. my eyes yeah to to all the sad things going on in the world yeah but I think it's like I would rather know than not know, right. even though Hit it's super with that tough. dose of reality. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we don't end this podcast episode on a more depressing note. What are you doing to celebrate Christmas this year? So as of when we're recording this, which is Christmas Eve, Casper and I are going to be heading down to my parents' house. And my sister and my brother are both there already. And we're going to do hot pot tonight for Christmas Eve. And then we'll stay the night and then do Christmas lunch and dinner with my family tomorrow. And then I'll probably head back up to the city to come hang out with you. Yeah. What about you? So my family, as mentioned previously many times, goes hard on Christmas Eve because it's my grandma's (laughs) birthday. So I'm going to similarly go home to my parents' home in a couple of hours. And I'm going to celebrate Christmas Day with them again. We're going out just to lunch Christmas Day and it's going to be my sister and my present to our grandparents by treating them out for a meal. Though I also got them some very expensive grapes as a Christmas <laughs> gift that I'm excited to try. I might go do that too on my yeah, way down. Yeah, it's such a good like family yeah. gift because my grandma a couple weeks ago she was talking about how much she really wanted to try these very expensive mangoes that are circulating around WeChat and I'm just uh-huh. like man they didn't grow up having all these nice things that yeah. we easily have access to like the, the concept of fancy mangoes was so exciting to my grandma <laughs> so I was like I'll get her some fancy grapes yeah <laughs> and then yeah um Christmas evening hopefully celebrating with a couple friends who are still in the city yeah <laughs> awesome Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. I hope everyone had overall a really great 2021 and is now spending the last days with their loved ones. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.